Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. White Rabbit is revealed at Extreme Rules. New SmackDown Women's Champion crowned at Extreme Rules. Renee Paquette heading to AEW, possibly. Hello and welcome to What Culture Wrestling with myself here, Andrew Pollard, on the solo Sunday news. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, turn on notification bells, all of that generic stuff I have to say at the beginning of every video. But most importantly, have a great Sunday. Whatever you're doing today, whether you're doing something, whether you're doing nothing, I hope you have the best possible day. I'm very much in need of caffeine because some of us have been up since 5 a.m., to watch professional wrestling not even sports entertainment professional wrestling it felt like crazy 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 times but yes extreme rules was last night the white rabbit reveal was last night and it was bray wyatt's return last night yes bray wyatt as many people had speculated as many people have believed as the stars lined up the all the the teasers all the videos all the qr codes all seem to direct towards extreme rules and direct towards whatever the white rabbit was being something to do with bray wyatt and it is indeed the eater of worlds not the eater of pins uh, but the eater of worlds bray wyatt is back uh he made his return at the end of the pay-per-view they did the kind of um i guess the fake out ending as triple h is, was kind of famous with him at times in nxt famously with johnny gargano and Tommaso champa when diy split up where you get the logo comes up you have the proper sign off from michael cole and then it's like well actually this there's still like five minutes left on the pay-per-view and the lights went off this was after matt riddle had, had submitted seth rollins in the fight pit the lights go off you see all the, the little uh, firefly lights that were the phone lights in the, the crowd you hear he's got the whole world in his hands really slowly sung uh, and then what was really cool and kind of terrifying is the camera zoom into certain parts of the audience where there were i guess realized versions real life versions um of the, the firefly flunheist characters so the first one was huskus who looked proper creepy uh then i think it was mercy the buzzard we saw i think then it was abby and then it was Ramblin' Rabbit, or those two might have been the other way around. And then there was The Fiend. The mother-flipping Fiend was right at the bottom of the, the, the crowd ringside. Uh, we get, we go back to see this, uh, this video, because there's a door by this point on the stage, on the entrance ramp. A video starts to play that shows basically the dilapidated, not a dilapidated boat, Matt Hardy fans, but the dilapidated uh, Firefly Funhouse or cobwebs, everything's been left to rot. 
And then there's this mask comes up. There's some words that I can't even remember what they were because, hey, 5 a.m. start, brothers, um, from this masked person. Then we go back to the arena. The door opens. The masked person comes out with a, a lantern and unmasked to, yes, it is Wyndham Rotunda. It is Bray Wyatt. He's back in WWE. Um, and it's it's going to be interesting to see where things go from here. I mean, he didn't actually get involved with any wrestlers because I thought... I thought just because there was that Extreme Rules poster doing the rounds, the, the matchup for Riddle and Rollins, and there was a lantern behind Matt Riddle, which was on none of the other posters for any of the other talents, and they all had the same backgrounds. So the Riddle one was different. It had the same backgrounds as everybody else, but it had the lantern. So I thought maybe he'll get involved in, in this match somehow. Maybe he'll get involved with Matt Riddle, but there was no interactions whatsoever between Bray Wyatt and anybody else. Um, the only people he interacted with was the fans who went absolutely nuts. This was a huge, huge Huge, huge pop. Huge pop, brother. Uh, yeah, the crowd went nuts for Bray Wyatt's, I say, arrival, his return. So we see, is he going to be on Raw? Is he going to be on SmackDown? Who's he going to target first? Is he going to pick things up again with Alexa Bliss, maybe? Are we going to get those realized versions of Huskers? Is there going to be somebody as Huskers? Is there going to be somebody as Mercy the Buzzard? Are we going to get those characters as part of a, a factory with Bray Wyatt? I don't know, man, but it's it's going to be fascinating to watch, especially under the stewardship, of course, of Triple H. So, uh, so we'll have to go and see. But one thing we do know for certain is that the SmackDown Women's Division has a new boss at the top of it. I say a new boss, an old boss. It's Ronda Rousey. She beat Liv Morgan last night at Extreme Rules in an Extreme Rules match. Now, it was, I think it was about 12 minutes, possibly. And it was pretty dominant for Ronda, to be fair. There, there was one kind of... A great false finish, a hope spot, I guess, almost essentially, where it's like, oh, Liv might actually get this, where she had this sent on through a table on Ronda. But in the end, Ronda Rousey ended up not tapping Liv Morgan out, but Liv Morgan passed out in the armbar and smiled while she was passing out, which will set. Is that going to be some sort of character tweak? Is it Liv? kind of smiling to herself that Ronda Rousey the great Ronda Rousey couldn't actually tap her out and she had to pass out because Liv didn't give up we'll see um, I just want I don't know for me I just want somehow somewhere I don't care how we get there I just want to see Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler that, that's it I'm an easy man to please it's easy to put a smile on this face give me Ronda Rousey give me Shayna Baszler either as a team or against each other just two badasses going at it um, but interestingly now there was no kind of unless I missed it there was no kind of coming soon or no date or whatever but there was a Charlotte Flair vignette at the air during Extreme Rules um, just basically saying Charlotte Flair's great <laughs> running through her history running through her accomplishments running through her title wins running through WrestleManias Royal Rumbles uh, and just that's the sort of thing where it's like okay that kind of means she's coming back soon of course previously she was on Smackdown she's been out of action since Ronda Rousey put her out of action um, of course in real life but Charlotte took some time off to go and get married to Andrade and they went on a honeymoon and people have been expecting her back going back to what SummerSlam I think was roughly people expected her to be back in WWE so maybe Charlotte's on the cusp of a return maybe it's back to Charlotte and Ronda I'm I'm alright with that one you can leave that for, for maybe you save that for WrestleMania or no maybe not because you have to do Becky Lynch Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey uh, but yeah Ronda Rousey is the SmackDown Women's Champion and that is where things are going on the blue brand for the rest of Extreme Rules in case you've not watched it and you just come here I don't know for whatever, whatever reason thought I want to go to What Culture Wrestling to see what happened at Extreme Rules well the only match was the Brawling Brutes beat Imperium in a bomb burner uh, a, a banger 
a banger. I'd say my match of the night. Then we had Karrion Cross beat Drew McIntyre. And of course, the Brawling Brutes match and the Imperial match was a Donnybrook, a good old-fashioned Donnybrook match. So basically, no disqualifications. Uh, then we had, it was Karrion Cross beat Drew McIntyre in a strap match that was, all right, Bianca Belair beat Bailey in a ladder match to retain the Raw Women's Championship, which was a match that was good, but... I was, I was really, I don't know, I thought I thought it might be better. It was still good, it was still good. I just, I thought it might be better. I thought we might get a title change as well, which we didn't. Nikita Lyons was at ringside though, so that's that's something. Uh, Finn Balor beat Edge in an I Quit match, which was good, but really long. These Edge matches tend to have a habit of, of doing, I know obviously an I Quit match means that they tend to be longer matches because you need to beat that person down enough for them to literally just to say I quit rather than just tap them out or, or make them one, two, three sort of thing for a pin. But it went like half an hour and it just, it did feel a little overly long, but I will say it made Finn Balor feel like a big deal. He felt the way he carried himself in that match. That's always why Finn Balor's been so great when he has been great. Well, it's just Finn Balor or, 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 or Prince Debit, where it's just that he, he performs like he's a six foot five beast of a giant and he's not obviously he's a smaller smaller dude a smaller very ripped dude a very talented dude but the way he carries himself the the presence he's got i, I thought Balor looked great in this just the match was a, a little bit long and i think edge does is like overly serious and overly acted and i don't know i don't i don't know uh, and riddle of course beat rollins in that that fight pit match as i mentioned little note here that put a smile on his face seth rollins basically doing a, a rob van dam cosplay whole effing show baby Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, right, some other news away from Extreme Rules uh, and away from WWE entirely and over to AEW. 
and possibly that that promotion, Tony Khan's promotion, will soon be the home of Rene Paquette. That's a report from Fightful Select where they've a WWE source has told them that they expect they're under the belief that Rene Paquette is heading to AEW. Um, I think it was Give Me Sport as well had uh, had a story where. WWE had kind of reached out to bring Rene back. Um, so these two tying together to, to basically say WWE reached out to, to Rene. Uh, and whatever's happened, they're now under the belief that she is going to go to AEW. Of course, AEW is the home of her real life husband, John Moxley, the AEW world champion. Now, Paquette was with WWE for, I think, eight years until she left towards, was it towards the end of 2020, wasn't it? Just around SummerSlam times, so like August 2020. Uh, worked as a backstage interviewer, worked as a panel host, was one of those frequent talking heads on Sony Network uh, productions. Um, yeah, and she obviously did commentary as well for a spell on Raw and on NXT before that. And um, just a really, really talented woman, a really, really a, a massive asset to any company that can land Rene Paquette. And if these reports are to be believed, it could be AEW that's going to be getting her next. Right, wrap things up with some quick questions because I am needing some more caffeine. Hector Garcia the third. Hey, Hector. Happy Solo Sunday. Happy Solo Sunday to yourself, my man. Uh, has there been a change in a wrestler's ring gear that you've disliked? For me, I love Finn, but why the pants, short boots, and handkerchief in the back pocket? Let's go back to the regular trunks, Finn. Yeah, I'm... I, I'm I, I'm kind of with you a little bit on Finn Balor. I I like the tights part of it. The, well, the the yeah, I'm I'm all right with that. I'm, I'm all right with that with like the the like the the le- leathery or faux leather whatever pants tight whatever you want to call them. I'm okay with that bit. But yeah, the handkerchief bit. That's the bit where I'm like, nah, you don't need that bit, dude. It just it it does nothing. It just looks like it's going to fall out. Like with Jeff Hardy, uh, used to always have one. Well, too far, I think he still does when he wrestles. Um, then it just he always had like a white handkerchief come out of his one well, of his back pockets, and it just was. I don't know. What's it bring to it? Yeah, just, yeah. So I, I can see where you're coming from with Finn. For me, I guess the immediate one that springs to mind is uh, a certain CM Punk, the uh, the long boys. The, the first time I saw them, it was like, ooh, ooh. All this excitement, all this anticipation, all this hype, CM Punk is back. CM Punk is back in wrestling. He's an AEW. He's going to have his first match, which I think it was against Darby Allin. Uh, and he comes out in the long boys. It, 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 was, it was genuinely jarring. It was like a what's he wearing uh and and obviously he's mixed things up since then he's gone back to the uh his more classic uh uh trunks and and, and knee pads and and boots and kick pads and also obviously he's gone back to his ring of honor look as well for for that mjf match uh which was a nice nod but yeah the cm punk one really took me back and i still whatever i mean if cm punk is going to wrestle again that remains to be seen and if he does wrestle again it's not going to be until at least what the middle of next year i think with the, the length of the injury he's got um yeah, it's like even then the other times he wore those long boys, it still always was like, oh, come on, Phil, wear something else, man. These these aren't great. Um, what I guess the big boss man when he came back to WWF in what would that be ninety eight, maybe ninety nine, ninety eight, I think. Um, or the, yeah. Anyway, but with the point being, when the big boss man Ray Trailer when he came back to WWF as uh, one of the goons for Vince McMahon, and he was in the all black, that was like. Oh, it's is it boss? Yeah, it's boss man, but he's in black. Because uh, obviously, I, I, everybody always remembers the big. At that point in time, everybody always remembered the big boss man as the the bright blue uh, law enforcement uh, thing with the black pants with the yellow stripe down the side. Uh, and the, so that was that was a, took me a little bit to get used to when boss man started wearing the black. But it, it fit with the times, to be honest. He was a heel. He was working for Vince. It was the attitude era. Things were, he, it, it would have been a bit daft if he gave him the bright blue again, especially in that sort of enforcer role. Uh, and another one uh, that springs to mind randomly is Lance Storm. 
um, when Lance Storm first started wearing the, the trunks uh, as part of, I guess, be part of the Ideal Americans. Yeah, when he was teaming with Regal and with Christian. Uh, and I thought Lance, Lance Storm looked great in those. But it did take me a little while to get used to him not being in the tights because he, uh, whenever I'd seen him, uh, whether it was ECW, whether it was like WCW, even like the Thrill Seeker stuff, because there was videos doing the rounds that you could find of him and Jericho against. Was it the, the Rock and Roll Express? I mean, like, I try to think who it was. Um, but there was there was used to be videos doing the rounds on certain streaming sites, which I am not condoning in any form or fashion. Uh, and so you'd see all these matches with Lance Storm, and it was always the same sort of the, the same sort of outfit he always had on. So when Lance Storm switched to the the trunks, that caught me off guard a little bit. But right, moving on. To the next question, Eri, Eri number six, man. Eri, Eri, I don't know, but uh, happy Sunday to all. Uh, for WWE, is Rhea Ripley injured in some capacity? Can't remember the last time she wrestled in a full match. Uh, for AEW, I think it's better if Daniel Garcia goes and finds his own way instead of choosing between Jericho, Brian, and B his own man. If you're wondering why I'm doing that, it's because I'm thinking like, sure, I've got some beard moisturizer floating around. So there we go. That that's a behind the curtain thing there. Uh, yeah, Rhea Ripley. It's I, I looked into this, and she's not actually wrestled since June. Um, so obviously we're in October, the 9th of October to be precise. And it was uh, it was the, the fatal four-way on Raw to the, basically to crown the new number one contender for the Raw Women's title. And Ripley won. But in that match, she had this weird injury, wasn't it? Where this freak injury where she basically kneed herself in the face. <laughs> and after that, she's not wrestled since then. But she was very open on social media about saying that she was dealing with a... I'm trying to think how she would. I think it was a brain and teeth injury. The brain and teeth issue was how she put it. So, I mean, that that maybe they're just taking their time. And because anytime you hear the word brain uh, in terms of an injury or an issue, then yeah, you've got to be extremely, extremely careful. And so maybe they're just thinking because she's great in the role she's doing now. Um, she's obviously last night she got involved with uh, with Beth Phoenix, which was that was cool to see. And to be fair, those girls weren't holding back when they were exchanging punches. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Rhea's fine. I, I guess they probably just they tried to ease her back into it gently they didn't want to rush her into matches straight away she's perfect in the role that she's in now and she can still get physical and obviously I mean we're going to get something with her and Beth whether it's a tag match whether it's just a singles match at some point down the line so yeah I think that's that's all I can say about Rhea Ripley I think that yeah maybe they were just handling her with kick gloves a little bit easing her back in and I think she'll be she's obviously quite fine if you've seen extreme rules for for, for the physicality there uh, for AEW I think it's better if Daniel Garcia goes his own way um, I think he will I, I think he will if if this is me if I'm putting on my little fantasy booker's hat I, I think eventually this gets to uh, Daniel Garcia going after Jericho for, for the ROH world title maybe he doesn't get it on the first go but then eventually he does get it uh, and then it's just Daniel Garcia heading up Ring of Honor as the world champion trying to bring back Honor to that belt and he's he's not obviously he's not with Jericho at that point and he doesn't have to be with just because he's no longer with the Jericho Appreciation Society doesn't mean he has to be with the Blackpool Combat Club so I'd be okay for, for, for Garcia to be out on his own just as like the, the lone wolf the sole badass at the head of Ring of Honor trying to uh, capture what used to be so great about Ring of Honor what made it so special the whole Code of Honor so yeah I, I'm, I'm absolutely cool with that um, where else? One more question have we yet? Mark, Mark Solid. Hey, Mark. Um, look at that picture. Also, there was a picture of Petra that you right sent in, who is looking like an absolute babe. Uh, Mark has sent in a picture of a small Apollo looking very cute in the snow. Two of my favorite things, dogs and snow. Fantastic. Uh, so, more than Andrew, happy Sunday. Thoughts on putting our truth in the Hall of Fame? He would be amazing if still on TV as a Hall of Famer, especially if he still looks up to Cena. And if so, who would induct him? 
Little Jimmy, hashtag this is the news for all back to small Apollo. Yeah, I think our troops are a Hall of Fame. I think uh, judging on um, when you look at the names that are in the Hall of Fame, I think our truth is very much in that that kind of he's he's in the, the conversation. Obviously, he's not going to go in as a headline act, but I think when you look at some of the not everybody that goes in the Hall of Fame has to be a world champion or has to be a main eventer. Um, uh, and, and I think our truth is perfectly fine as a Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, I'm not sure when it happens. I think, I don't think it'll be anytime soon, really. I think it will be, I'm just saying that, I'm sure Ron Killings is like 50 or something, or not far off that. And the dude looks like he's 25. It just it, it does not age. Um, I think when it, when it comes to inducting, I mean, Cena would be a great shout, I think, because of the, the work they've done together, the whole, like you've alluded to there, that R-Truth looked up to John Cena, it was his childhood hero. Um, or maybe The Miz. But obviously, they, they had their tag team together, so maybe that could be an option. Road Dog? Uh, yeah, that was that wasn't very good. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, Cena or Miz for me. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be how I do it. Yeah, and what I am going to do now is going to get more coffee because this 5 a.m. start is kicking my ass today. So I have been Andrew Ball here at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to come and give us a follow at What Culture WWE. Follow me if you like at Culture Left Peg. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, share, follow all that good stuff. Most importantly, you have a very, very good day. But if you're doing something or nothing, I hope you have the best possible Sunday. And I will catch you next weekend. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.